Hi, this is Vidi from Subterranean Masquerade, and you're listening to the podcast with Dario. Shalom, this is Tomer from Subterranean Masquerade, and you are listening to us. Welcome back to another episode of The Procast. And as you just heard, with me calling from Israel are Vidi and Tomer from Subterranean Masquerade. I'm, and I'm super happy to see both of those lovely guys again through Zoom. Hey guys, great to have hey, you on The Procast. Hi everyone that listens. Hello. Hello. Um, yeah, Mountain Fever is finally coming out. What can we say? It's been a long time waiting, right? And uh, you guys have been uh, busy in the last years and uh, working hard towards this moment. And that's right. It is also the 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 first um, the first regular studio album with you, Vidi, as a um, as a main vocalist. Correct. That's true. That's true. That's the first one. <laughs> Very exciting for me. <laughs> so, but you've been a part of the band for a couple of years now. Um, so I guess the, um, yeah, I mean, look at, looking back at the, our first encounter or my first encounter live with Subterranean Masquerade was at Proc Power Europe and that was still with uh, Iliran and uh, Shetil. Uh, but yeah. then we had the we had the chance. I had the chance to see you guys uh, with you video, and um, I think it's pretty much that the... was that was the backstage, right? That was the backstage in Munich. Yes, that's that correct. Where we uh, first met. Yeah. Yes, and uh, I'm glad you didn't uh, drop yourself on top of me when you were hanging <laughs> from the from the rigging uh, above above me <laughs> I'm happy too. My, my parents are happy too they saw the pictures and they sent me very angry emails afterwards so i guess um more more uh locked in brains this time <laughs> yeah um let's talk about the music i mean i think uh, the the songs they they've been around for a while and the album has been recorded for a while how was the um story of this album how did it come together how was the recording when did you record and when did you write this album um okay i'll take this one um I started writing the demos for uh, Mountain Fever when we mixed uh, Vagabond. It was the winter of uh, 2018, I think. And, uh, or, yeah, I think it was 2018. And I was getting a mixing from, uh, from Christer and at the same time writing the album. So it was then and we started recording. No. It was the winter of 2017, I'm sorry. It was a long time ago. The corona year just mixed up everything because this is the year you don't count. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I feel the same. <laughs> okay, so it's, it's, been, it's been around for a while. I, rem I remember uh, doing uh, a launch show um, for Vagabond in Tel Aviv and doing band practice uh, playing the demos for Ketil. So it was in the time we were still a part of the band. And, and then it was about two years after that uh, we went to Stockholm 
to start recording the drums with uh, David Castillo. Mm-hmm. And it took us about uh, another year to complete everything and get it to mix. And when COVID hit uh, on, in March, we actually have the album fully prepared with video clips and uh, artwork and everything. Everything is ready to launch. And uh, we decided to postpone just to see what happens. And then uh, here we are, about <laughs> a year and a few months after. <laughs> Yeah, and and you you also um, you you're gonna release the album through uh, Sensory Records, Lasers Edge. Uh, yeah. So you found found a partner for for releasing the album. Um, yeah. How was how was the recording process? I mean, it's a part part of it was was recorded in Sweden. Is that right? You just mentioned it. Yeah, we we did the drums in Sweden. And uh, we recorded everything else in studios around Israel. And uh, some stuff was sent to us from musicians in Germany. And uh, overall, we recorded it in maybe 10 different places. <laughs> Then at the end, we just got everything, all the tracks together and sent it to Jens. And Jens mixed everything in, in Sweden also. Yeah. Um, that, so for Separating Masquerade, uh, no matter how, how many musicians are involved it's uh it's it's still basically most most of it is uh co- speaking of the compositions is coming from you toma right um yes and no <laughs> okay Because, um the 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 previous subterranean Yamasquerade albums uh, i recorded i I, re- i wrote everything pretty much all the music and the melodies and the vocal melodies and uh, the, the arrangements And in Mountain Fever, I only wrote the basic demos and ideas, and each of us had his own, uh, each of the musicians involved had his own input. For example, we wrote all the lyrics and the vocal melodies, which if you ask me, is about 50% of the album. <laughs> Shai, he wrote all the keyboard and the strings arrangement. It's also some of the horns arrangements. So each, each of the musicians involved in Subterranean Masquerade, including the guests, actually has its own... Uh, input the creative input so. cool um yeah that leads me to you the your first uh, <laughs> subterranean masquerade album um mm-hmm. but it you've been around for some time with other projects and other bands so um yeah it's not the first album for you as a musician how how was it different for you in um yeah Getting like like becoming a part of the of the subterranean masquerade family and and making an album with with those guys. First of all, it was fun. First <laughs> of all, it was it was big fun. Uh, that's true. I've been I've been doing uh, quite a lot of other projects that were very different than what Submask are doing, and I think that the main thing here that was different was that usually when I'm recording vocals uh, for other projects. Um, most of the time I'm the one that, uh, directs the artistic aesthetic of the singing and I am not a minimalist <laughs> and <laughs> I'm, I'm doing quite a lot and I'm moving around a lot. There are, there are a lot of shifts. I guess it has to do with my moods and all kind of other stuff. Uh, but, uh, With Submask, I entered a band that really know what they want. And Tomer really knew 
where he wants to take the new record to. So for me, it was very, very interesting um, to have a director, to have a producer, to have someone that knows, like, do more of this, do less than that. And we were trying to create something that is somehow popish in a way, but still, you know, has its own twist. So I think that the main thing with Subterranean Masquerade that I uh, wasn't doing before was to have really cool, um, really cool direction. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I had a lot of freedom. Like I could bring in all the harmonies and all the colors that we, that we, me and Tomer and Shai really love. And we wanted to have more of this on this album. And I could experiment with a little bit more of kind of Eastern singing and uh, world music singing. Um, and at the same time to try to be uh, a rock performer. So that was, I enjoyed it very much. We, we recorded like in three different uh three different uh, studios, I think, we did the vocals. Yeah. Um, some of the stuff, like everything was uh, pre-produced like to the note. Where is the second harmony? How this note is going to be bent? Bended? I don't know how to say it, but... Um, bent. Everything... <laughs> bent. Yeah, bent. That was the word. Um, yeah, everything was uh, premeditated. And I had really good partners to make sure that when we press record, uh, you know, at the, at the real time, the, they make sure that I'm not going too crazy. <laughs> and, and that was fun. Great. Um, so before, before Subterranean Masquerade, um, um, I mean, at the start, there were many, many guest uh, vocalists, but before, uh, like the years before you joined VD, Subterranean Massacre used to have mostly two vocalists, one for the, for the cleans and one for the harsh vocals. Now you're, you're doing everything. Um, yeah. But live, I think you're getting uh, also backup from other members of the band, right? Uh, live, I have with me on drums, Uh, Jonathan Amal, he, and he is a very good grunter. So usually I do everything when it comes to the lead vocals, but a lot of times in, in, in the music we have, because of the back catalog, we have Double. two singers doing Double yeah, lead at vocals. the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I, have, I have Jonathan, his name is also Bambino, by the way. I shall refer him <laughs> like this till the end of time. So Bambino is grunting while he's drumming when I need the backing vocals. And uh, the, the second harmonies I have from Omer Fischbein uh, or Olshalev that they sing with me some harmonies. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So I, it's pretty cool to see Jonathan goes like and at the same time. I, I, I especially remember uh, remember that from your you guys the, the, the video you guys produced for the Prox Space Festival last year. That was uh, yeah. very cool to yeah. see. Um, yeah. Um, He's doing it well. He's doing it pretty well. <laughs> for, for, for a bambino, you mean? <laughs> for a bambino. For a drummer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, for a drummer. 
Um, yeah, uh, Tomer, you you've been Mr. Subterranean Masquerade for for a long time now. It's 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 your baby. Um, I think on metal on uh, the metal archives it says that that that. Uh, it was founded in 1997 or something, even. Yeah. And um, but uh, listening to the whole catalog of Subterranean Masquerade so far, um, I think one one thing that stands out is that that you you never uh, set yourself any boundaries. What you can make uh, is that is that true? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> there, there are no boundaries in music. Never. Everything is possible. So, yeah. Uh, is, is there anything you, 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 you couldn't imagine in the subterranean masquerade context musically? I don't think so. I think, I think um, we also tried in trying pretty much we cover everything, I think. We in this, especially in Mountain Fever, which is even more diverse than some of the other stuff. We got songs in Hebrew and and um, and yeah, I think I think we're pretty much covering electronics. Even we are not doing what we do. We're not going to any kind of extreme. Like if we do electronic music, we're probably not going to do a very hardcore trance uh, sequence. Or if we if we do a little rap, like we, we, we like we try to take the essence of what we like and blend it with our rock music. Mm-hmm. So eventually, it's rock music that has many elements from other stuff we enjoy to listen to because eventually, rock is life, and we just mix everything we like to the world we feel comfortable in. So yeah, everything. Great. Uh... Vidi, you were you were responsible for for the vocals and also for the lyrics. So, what uh, topics were you writing about? Well, the album is is preceding the concept of that is behind Subterranean Masquerade, which has the theme of being a traveler, being a foreigner somewhere, being uh, on a journey, and a vagabond always. Being a vagabond, yeah. Being a nomad, a vagabond. A nomad, yeah. uh, every, everything. And this album is about, is putting focus on the idea of uh, identity and exile when you are where you're from, when you're home, and not when you're traveling. So now we're back home um, and we need to reflect on our own identity or our own history, uh, our roots, love, guilt, everything that binds us to a place or to a memory or to a country or to each other. And that's what the album is about. Beautifully said. I hope, I hope it makes sense. I, I guess, I guess that if you guys play the music and, and, and read the lyrics, it, it will make sense the the journey that we're trying to go through 
Great, yeah, and another another aspect of this release, a very um, a visual aspect, would be the collaboration with Costin uh, Chiriano, uh, yeah. who was responsible not only for all the cover artworks. I think also also you you guys also had different cover artworks for the singles, right? And uh, then of course mm -hmm. the the music videos as well. Um, so how how was the collaboration with him? Yeah, and, we, did, we did Mongato with him. Yeah, uh, how was the cover collaboration with him? And 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 uh, yeah, how how much uh, freedom did you give him? How much was from his uh, crazy imagination? <laughs> um, he did everything. <laughs> <laughs> so you just really? gave him the music, said, "Do whatever you want." Is We started working uh, just before uh, our recent tour with uh, Orphanland. He did uh, some uh, merch design. Actually, we do merch design with with him for a while, mm -hmm. and um, he's a very great guy to to actually work with. And we've been going with him since pretty much he was growing, and to see how big he became and that everybody using him, it's very nice to see. <laughs> very talented. And when this album was done, it was obviously doing the artwork, everything. And um, which was a big change for me because I did all the previous Subterranean Masquerade albums done by Travis Smith. Yeah. So I was kind of a Travis Smith guy. I enjoy everything you do. And we had like a personal relationship and it was the first time doing it with a different designer. And uh, it was kind of an adventure. I sent him the music and said, all right, you go and do whatever you feel like. We wanted uh, some uh, sacred and religious elements, especially those, how you say Merkavot? Chariots. Yeah, the, the, the chariots of fire. <laughs> and uh, this was basically like the, the guidelines and then he did everything. Great. Um... With, with the music video though, it was a little different because really what the script, it was a full script written for the music videos. And he was just taking the ideas and making it into anim animation. Oh, wow. <laughs> cool stuff. Um, yeah. Um, just, I just have to, to, to remember to, to again and, and also encourage people out there to, to go watch uh, your... Um, appearance at the um prog space festival and um you also yes, you, please. <laughs> you 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 guys you um uh you i think uh you you did you premiere ascend there or or you you played a new song there right yeah it yeah. was ascend we we premiered we actually i think we premiered ascend Somewhere along uh, the, the, uh, the tour. 2019 tour, yeah, we started playing. Uh, I think somewhere online, someone like float um, from from a Lisbon show. Uh, you can find it, um, but this was like the first time officially in a recording that we we actually played it. Uh, on the Prague Space Festival. Yeah, I seem I seem I seem to remember uh, that you guys had played it on the tour, and even though I had only heard it once, uh, it immediately was a familiar song. I mean, it has some very very catchy parts, and uh, I think it was it was um, 
it it was the perfect uh, first single which you also then uh, made a video for with the live footage from the tour uh with, yeah with, it was from the, the tour edit. yeah um and uh like i I, th i had the feeling it was all coming together because especially that song has that you know that 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 dancey vibe and the and the the part where where the whole audience sings it's like it's like a, a very very energetic live uh energy <laughs> um so yeah having this especially when 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 you guys released the the, the music video i think it was uh, january last year or something um that was kind of uh, or was no wait When music video I think it was uh, I think it was two and a half months ago or three months ago. Yeah. I think it was either the end of January or the end of February. Yeah. Somewhere, see, somewhere see, over this, that this whole thing area. messed up the, the timelines in our in our heads. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was it was it sitting at home all day <laughs> with pandemic, all days looks the same. Yeah. So it was but it was in the winter and and It was so bittersweet to to see and hear this for me because I it was it was beautiful to to relive these feelings and um, on the other hand it was bittersweet to, to know that right now this is not possible um, but but as I said I thought I thought it was uh, it was the perfect uh, uh, way to to remind people what. what What the music is about, what what Subterranean Masquerade is about, yeah, we 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 actually have uh, have ten minutes left in our call because it's more than two people. <laughs> uh, so yeah. so I want to wrap up this uh, conversation quickly with uh, with our um, little section at the end of our interviews that is called "What's in Your Walkman." Is there is there anything uh, <laughs> you've been listening to lately that you would like to? Um, recommend to our listeners, to the fans. Always, <laughs> I want to recommend. It came out three days ago, I think. It's a, it's an Israeli band. Their name is Pray for Nothing. Pray with an E. These guys are doing melodic death metal, technical melodic death metal. And they just put their fourth album out. The name is Kivshan. It's in Hebrew. It's K-I-V-S-H-A-N. And I think this is one of their best albums yet. And people should check it out. It's really cool. It has a lot of Kabbalah weird stuff there. There are songs in Hebrew, death metal in Hebrew. Okay, um, sounds crazy. Uh, a lot of melodic kind of screaming in the choruses. The drummer sings power metal as he plays. So we have like two singers. It's really good. Pray for nothing, Kivshan. This is what I recommend this week. All right. Uh, Tomer, okay. what about you? I'm going through my uh, Spotify front page. Um, basically, I'm listening to the latest Creative Van Fleet. I like it a lot. Uh, the newest uh, Dinosaur Junior. If uh, you know this band, I need to check this one. I need to check this one out. It's a I great album, it. and the new album by NF, which is American rapper. <laughs> very, <So> very, <laughs> very eclectic, just like Subterranean Masquerade, right? Um, mm -hmm. I I only have one one recommendation today that I'm 
want to go uh, back to and listen to at some point this week because I think it was somewhere I sadly belong. One one of the songs on Mountain Fever reminded me of that particular era, and that was uh, Pain of Salvation's Road Salt era. Uh, this oh, really wow. rocky feeling. <laughs> Thank you, man. So, yeah, guys, um, I wish you all the best with the release of Mountain Fever. Finally, finally, the time has come. And um, we, we all hope uh, to see each other um, live and in the flesh as, as soon, soon as, as possible. possible, right? As soon as possible. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, you guys out there, thank you for listening. Uh, and as always, take care of yourselves, take care of your loved ones and listen to great music. Progcast is a Stuist Media podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Progcast Podcast. To learn more about Stuist Media, check out stuistmedia.com. Progcast is hosted and produced by Dario Albrecht and myself, Randy M. Salo, and is co-produced by Janine Stengel-Lewis and Blake Lewis. Our theme music is by This Is Not An Elephant. New episodes of Progcast drop every Monday and Thursday. See you next time, Prog fam. Progcast.